Because a lot of people love to say, my children are priority, my husband, my marriage, my God is a priority. But when you see what they're doing, none of it is a priority. What their priorities are, are their accomplishments. What their priorities are, are what they're doing in business. What their priorities are, scrolling through you know instagram like that's really the priority because how you spend your time is really what's important to you and so we start really beginning to identify like i'm like god is important but are you spending time with hello welcome to monetizing mompreneurs podcast where i take you behind the scenes with industry leaders entrepreneurs moms working professionals and amazing people pursuing their passions and going for their dreams and your host linda mendable Leslie is a single mother, first-generation immigrant, and New York native. She is the founder of Life Management Coaching, an organization that helps women clarify their priorities, simplify their lives to focus, and confidently work on and accomplish their goals. She is passionate about guiding women to see invisible mindsets that keep them from successfully managing their lives and business. Welcome to the show, and I can't wait for you to tune in. It's amazing. Hey, Leslie, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited for you being here. We were just doing some talking, and you were talking about how you help people, and basically sometimes when we can say like, yay, it's not a lot. No, no, we have to come to terms that things are sometimes a lot, right? And so, mm-hmm. yes, I really want people to get to know you. So how did you start? Like, what's your story mm-hmm. behind this? And how did you start with what you do? So I was an administrator in higher education for over 20 years. And in that role, I did part of the, the beginning of the role was really in support services for students and getting them organized, time management workshops, that kind of thing. And then I moved into more of an operational role. And in my operational role, I did a lot of systems, building systems for student life and, and things like that. And I also did a lot of events. And so when I was sort of having a, this isn't working for me anymore. I need to transition out. What are the things that my skill set? What can I use them for? Because I didn't want to do nine to five again. And so I started really thinking about, you know, where I can help. And I, and once I started getting into this, I started seeing a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs that I was connecting with just, you know, saying, oh, I'm a a mess. I feel like I'm all over the place. I feel like, you know, this is, and I was, and because again, I've been doing this for so long, I started seeing holes in in how they did things. Many people overcomplicated their lives, uh, overcomplicated their business. And so I was like, you know what? I think this is my niche. This is where I can, my niche, this is where I think I can serve. Entrepreneurs is right here in this area because I've been doing it for so long. And really, and my school where I work, I work with adults. And so for over 16 years, the first half of those 16 years, I worked with adults in learning and helping them manage their time. And once I started meeting with them, I realized I'm not helping them manage their time. I'm helping them manage their lives, you know, because time, you don't manage, time exists. You don't manage time, right? And so that's where I felt, you know what, I can really help the entrepreneur in this area, not only helping them manage their businesses, but also helping them get their lives organized so their businesses run more efficiently. Yeah, that's so awesome. So, okay, so where do you start with an entrepreneur? So let's Mm -hmm. say someone is like, man, you know what? I'm feeling a bit of a hot mess. Mm -hmm. I don't even know where to start. I don't even know, you know, let me contact Leslie. Mm -hmm. What is the process that you take them through? Yeah. So at the very beginning, the first thing I do is just 
an assessment of how they spend their time. We look at, I ask them, interesting enough, I give them a, like a survey, like, tell me what your schedule is. Like, what do you do on a day-to-day basis? And so I create a schedule based on what they tell me. And interesting enough, many people leave, not many people, every single person that I've done this with leaves half of their life out of their schedule. They'll tell me like big things like, oh, church, school, dropping kids off from school, soccer practice, and that's that's it, right? And so when I put that on, I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, I, then I show them, this is what you've told me. I know you can't just be stressed with three things, right? Like, and then I start filling in the pieces. And then I then I start asking questions. Well, what about this? What time do you get up? What time do you get? Because people have a problem with filling in the gaps. They don't see the gaps. They don't see the holes. And that's what throws people off, right? They don't see the details. And so I go into the details. I'm like, okay, well, what time do you get up? What time do you go to sleep? What time do you eat? Wait a minute. Do you eat here? Wait, aren't you married? Is your husband in the schedule? Wait a minute. And then, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, you know, the shoulders come down. <laughs> They're like, that's why I'm stressed. I'm like, yeah. So we go from like this little schedule that they give me to a more robust. This And I like doing a visual representation because while Gmail and Google are great systems for managing what you're doing, they don't really give you a full breadth of what it is that you're doing and how your schedule really looks. And so I use like an Excel spreadsheet that I've built that I used to use with my students and that I now just use with my, with my, I'm sorry, with my clients. And then from there, at the very beginning, we start there. And then during my four month coaching program, it's a lot of it is skill building, right? Teaching people just how to look at their schedule, how to do things in simple ways, how to clarify what their priorities are, how to live that out, how to just practice. Then it's goals and really looking at what the important goals are, really Really simplifying, 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 and then practice and then mindset shifts. Because a lot of the reason why people are so stressed has nothing to do with the amount of things that they're doing. It has to do with how they're thinking about what they're doing. And so my job is to really just transform that. Amen. I've noticed Mm -hmm. when I've had dedicated like a morning routine you know, and I get into the word, that's my morning routine, getting into the word that has literally transformed the way that I approach each day and does not overwhelm me. So praise God. Right. When I do feel overwhelmed, I do take a break. Like, shoot, Mm -hmm. you know what? I've accomplished a lot of things this week. I'm going to go ahead and just take this day as a breather. And Mm -hmm. so I do give my space, you know, I do give my schedule time to breathe. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now you sit down with the client, right? You mm-hmm. take them through this assessment, right? Like, mm-hmm. hey, let's see in reality what it is that you're going through, right? Mm-hmm. What's the next step after that? Mm-hmm. The next step is really helping to uh, helping them to identify what their priorities are. Because a lot of people love to say, my children are priority, my husband, my marriage, my God is a priority. But when you see what they're doing, none of it is a priority. What their priorities are, are their accomplishments. What their priorities are, are what they're doing in business. What their priorities are, scrolling through, you know, Instagram. Like that's really the priority because how you spend your time is really what's important to you. And so we start really beginning to identify like, I'm like, God is important, but are you spending time with him? Oh, well, yes, I would love to. I just don't have the time to do it. I'm like, you don't have the time. Let's put it in, right? And so then we start really plotting into their calendar what the important what the important things are. And, and, and But helping them identify that, I think, is the hardest part because we think we know it's this, this, and this, and this, 
but if you've been spending so much time in this area, why haven't you been doing that? And I start to just really parcel out what the real issues are. Because we sometimes we say it's time management, but it's not. It really isn't. Ooh, okay. So what is it then? If it's not time management, what is so, it? So a lot of it is, and I know that women never want to hear this, but I'm going to say it to your audience. And I say this to every audience and no one ever wants to hear it. You're doing too much. Ooh. You're just doing too much. You're doing too much and you're unreal. And many women are just unrealistic as to how much one thing takes. Can I bring up the conversation that we just had when we were talking about just something simple because it's something that's something that's so typical. Of course. And, and it's not even just your conversation. I'll, I'll, I won't pick on you. I'll tell, I'll talk about um, <laughs> okay. a friend of- Use me. Uh, Use me. Use, Use me. So we were just yeah. talking about project that, that Linda's working on. And I said, yeah, you know, this project the is podcast. a lot. And the podcast. And she said, <laughs> actually, it's not a lot. And then she went on to list all the things that she had to do. So the reality <laughs> of it, because as soon as she, she was like, actually, no, it's not a lot. But then you went on to like list all the different things. And I was like, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. And you were like, yeah, I guess it is. And that is so typical. It's so, you're not the only one who does it. Everyone does it because we don't, we're not realistic about every single thing taking up so much time. And if, and a lot of it is that we have, God is so gracious. I'll tell you, God is so gracious at only giving us 24 hours. He is gracious. He is gracious. He is gracious. And I'm so grateful that we can't, we, there are only two ways to really, two, three ways to make more time, but I'm gracious that he gave us that limit. And so we really have to learn how to fit what we can in that time frame, but being realistic about how much time every little thing actually takes. So like, like you could be sitting there, it's like seven o'clock in the morning and you're like, oh man, like, this is great. I have so much time. And then before you know it, like, oh my gosh, it's 10. You're like, yeah, because everything you're doing takes time, <laughs> everything. So. Amen. Yeah. I love, I love that perspective, you know, cause there are moments that I'm like, Lord, just give me a few more hours. <laughs> no. If only I had more hours in the day. I know. But I love that perspective, how you say that God is so gracious to give us only 24 hours, right? Because sometimes right. we think we need more time in order to we get don't. to X, Y, Z. But really, there is a beauty in enjoying the journey. It's a beauty in enjoying the process, right? Right. And even Jesus, like when we look at it, because again, Jesus is our example. You know, you asked us what the real problem is. And the real problem is, one, we're doing too much. And two, we're not really doing what what the priorities are, right? Like when we look at our lives with Jesus, right? Jesus really started his ministry when he was in his 30s. When he was in his 30s, he didn't have a whole lot of people that he rolled with. It was a small group of people. And even, even the 12 were whittled down to three that were really his, his the, 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 the ones that he surrounded himself with. And when I think about Jesus walking into a town, Right, one even the, the the Samaritan woman, she's my favorite. He walked into the town for her. Right, he walked into several towns. He could have healed every single person that had an ailment in that town, but he didn't. There's only specific people that were in the Bible that he healed. He didn't go into town saying everybody healed, just one big healer, everybody come out. <laughs> he didn't. There were very specific people that he was tied to for that moment. Right, and so that tells me that there are limits. We don't have to do everything. We don't have to be everybody's everything. We don't have to, we're not here to do all of it at one time, right? In his 30, in his three years of ministry, there were very specific things he was here to do and he did them, right? So what makes us think that we have the right <laughs> to think that we're here to 
save everybody, do everything and solve all the problems. We're not. There's certain problems that we're attached to and that's what we need to focus on. Oh, that's so good because there's one, one parable that has definitely been on my heart lately and that is the parable of the man that was like, oh, now I'm going to go ahead and enjoy all the fruits of my labor. And then, you know, the Lord comes in, you fool, this is when your life is going to be taken. So it's really like a testament on how we should be enjoying our lives while right. doing the work. Like That's not right. just focused on, oh, the work, 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 work. What do I need to accomplish? What do I need to accomplish? Right. But also to focus on enjoying the journey of whatever right. it is that we're being called to do, right? Right. And if you're so overwhelmed with your schedule, if you're so overwhelmed, you're not even enjoying anything. And that was the life that I lived two years ago. And that's one of the reasons why I started this business as well, is that that was me. Like motherhood to me was a burden. I didn't enjoy motherhood. And I'm not talking about the, oh gosh, the, you know, the mundane things that nobody enjoys. Like we all get that. But it was more like, this isn't fun. This is, why is everybody like enjoying their children? And I'm not, and I just have one. Like, what is, is this something wrong? And that's where <clears throat> it was an internal struggle that I felt motherhood was like a barrier to me getting to that accomplishment, me getting to be that dean that I wanted, that goal. This was getting in the way. And that was wrong. That was so wrong. And I had to do a heart check. Like, oh God, Jesus, you need to fix that in me because my daughter's a gift. She's been the, the best gift that I've ever received. And I, and I see that because I was so focused on accomplishing. I was so focused on getting to my next level that I missed out so much on her life and on who she was developing into. And it's not worth it. There's mm -hmm. no accomplishment in the world that's worth getting in the way of your relationship with your kids. There's none. And I've realized that now. And we... You know, even in Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes has to be one of the most depressing books if you're achievement oriented, because you know, Solomon's like, nothing matters. <laughs> you do everything and nothing matters. It's all for naught. And I was like, wait a minute, what? Hold on a second. But one of the things he does say is that, listen, enjoy it. Enjoy the fruits. Like, that's what you're here for. You're here to work, but you're also here to enjoy it. You know, it's not just to work and to accomplish. It's also to just enjoy the life that God has given us on this side of heaven. Amen. You know, I have come, you know, so they can live, you know, live life and live it more abundantly as one of Jesus, right. you know, one of the verses in the, in the Bible, you know, so, right. so I, I truly believe there is an abundance when it comes to just being grounded in Christ and grounded with what our calling is because our calling is so many different facets and so many different areas, right? We're mothers, we're entrepreneurs, we're wives, we're sisters, we're daughters. We have so much on top of us and we have to walk this out. And so how can we walk it out in the most fulfilling way? And in a way that fills others' cups, right? Right, right. We exactly. can't fill others' cups if we don't fill our own. Okay. Exactly. So so now we got the basis, right? So mm -hmm. we look at the reality, what's really going on, what's truly mm -hmm. on our plate, you know, mm -hmm. unlock a lot of the things that mentally maybe we've been trying because we've been saying to ourselves, oh, it's not that much. But we, mm -hmm. because of that, we haven't faced the reality that, no, 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 it is. It is. And let's see why. Let's see why so much, right? And mm -hmm. now we're coming to the, the next area, which is uncovering like where their priorities are, right? Right. Okay, now what's the next step? Right. Once they have their priorities in order, now it's looking at their schedule and putting it in and then having them practice. 
right? If you're saying that God is a priority, then let's put him on the schedule, right? Mm-hmm. Let's 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 not only put him on the schedule, but spend like quality time, not just <clears throat> getting up. Hey, hey, God, I'm up. Thank you, and you keep it moving. Like really spending quality time and consistently, right? And now we try to fit in first the priorities. And for me, the priorities are always sleep, eat, exercise, spiritual life, important relationships. Those, that's the foundation. We put those in first, everything else can come second. But those are really the foundational things that you have to put in first. Once we start putting those in, then we start filling in the rest of the time with the other things that the person has available. And it's really about living your life based on your values and what you believe that are your priorities and not based on being reactive and just saying yes. And just you know not looking at your schedule, not checking in with those priorities before you say yes to another project. And so that's just the next step. It's really then now putting those priorities into their schedule in a way that makes sense for them. And this is so needed, Leslie, like pay attention to what Leslie is saying because this is so needed. And I see see it in the entrepreneurial world where women and men go full steam ahead and lose sight what why they started their businesses which mm-hmm. is be bringing in abundance for their family right being there for their family and they end up some of them end up having horrible divorces they're right to even say it you know in public because they're a public brand they have to kind of bring it out there and put it into right. the limelight because it affects the way that they show up in business right there that's right they're having they're having certain things that they need to do so that's right that's actually something that i i i take my breaks man when i need to take a break and i need to prioritize like okay Mm-hmm. what's going on here because my priority is to have a smooth and amazing home and my business to be a blessing within the home mm-hmm. as well and so i really want the listener you want you listener to pay attention to what's going on here because you can mm-hmm. and in this right race of getting go 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 and all orientated you can lose sight of what truly matters. That's and right. there's a way to actually go for our dreams and go for our goals in a way that is just effortless and beautiful in a way that really jives in is in harmony with the life that we want to bring. Okay, Absolutely. so Leslie. So take us to the next step, right? Mm-hmm. We got our priorities. We're set. Now we're making right. time for those priorities. Right. Now what's going on? Now what do we do? Now we're putting it into practice because this is where people mess up, right? Because the thing is, is that every person is different. One of the things that we hear at the time is, you know what? I'm going to get up at six o'clock in the morning and I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And you start doing that. And then all of a sudden that schedule falls off and like, oh, I tried that. I tried this. I tried getting up early. I tried doing this. I tried doing that. And it just doesn't work for me. And it's like, right, because getting up at six o'clock in the morning is not the best thing for you right? It just isn't. And so we have to understand, the person has to understand what actually works for them. So then we put it into practice. I'm like, okay, here's your schedule. This is what we designed. And again, when I look at someone's schedule, it's not just the major things, then it's the food shopping. It's the everyday things that we get in, in, in the, in the way. The other thing is also the time, like taking time, looking at your schedule and actually building in spaces that you know where you could take a break where you can you know actually breathe and then putting it into practice and so one of the things that i do with them is putting it into practice and then having them do it and then report back and that's where you can see okay this didn't work for me six o'clock in the morning is no good or six o'clock in the morning is actually really good 
but this in the afternoon, I need a break. Paying attention. And that's what we don't do. We numb ourselves with so much that we're not paying attention to what our bodies really need, right? I had one client who would tell me, you know, I, and so she was a teacher and she's like, I, I am so stressed at the end of the day. But what would happen is that she would come home and run right home and then continue. She taught all day, gave her, her heart out to these kids, but then would have to run home and just be with her kids too. And I said, you know what? Just stay in your car. Like, is your, is your child safe? Like, do you have to like rush right in? And she was like, oh no. I was like, okay, so then why are you rushing home? Stay in your car. Breathe, breathe. take 30 minutes, breathe. And that one change, that one change helped her to just transition to now, okay, I'm leaving this work environment and now I'm going into my home space, right? Versus rushing in. We numb ourselves so much that we forget to pay attention to what our bodies need, what our spiritual needs are, what our physical needs are, because we're rushing. So what this does is that it gets them to practice and to pay attention to themselves, right? Six o'clock in the morning does not work for me. Nine o'clock, oh, my sweet spot is this. I didn't realize my sweet spot was this. Oh, I need, like I ask people, how many hours of sleep do you need to be on fire? You know, over the response is, oh, I can get by on four. That wasn't what I asked you. How many hours of sleep do you need to be on fire? Like where you don't need 10 cups of coffee. And then it's like, oh, I don't even know. I'm like, yeah. So the next thing is practice. It's practicing and then helping them develop what works for them, right? Because not everybody's the same. People are all different. We have different circumstances. When you have little ones, having little ones is very different. I have a teenager. Oh, there is freedom. <laughs> there is freedom in the teen years, you know? There's a lot more mentoring and coaching, but there is freedom in the teen years, right? My teenager's in her room and she's like, I'll see you later. Like, I don't have to worry about that. But when you have little ones, you can't do those things all the time, right? And so every stage of life is different. And so the next stage for me is practice. Like, let's practice. Let's, you know, really tune this so that it does work for you and you don't have the excuse, this doesn't work for me. So yeah, so one of the things that I've noticed is that there are some things that are physically draining and there are some things that are mentally draining. Like yes. for instance, like having little ones, for me, I do find it that it's more mentally draining than it is physically draining because you're, you're, you have to get to their needs. You want to make sure you're worried kind of like, I don't want to say worried about them, but you're constantly thinking of them. You're making sure that right. they're fed, making sure that mm -hmm. they're all right, mm -hmm. making sure that they have their needs met, right? Right. And mm -hmm. so sometimes that can be, sometimes we don't understand, like, why am I so tired and don't want to do right. X, Y, Z? It's because mm -hmm. you are mentally drained. So right. one of the areas that I have found, I had to figure out how can I fill my cup? And right. recently... For me, it has been getting in the word early in the morning. I was not a mm -hmm. morning, morning person before. Mm -hmm. Now I am. I dedicated because I knew my success was not going to come from all the things that I can do and accomplish. My success right. was going to come spiritually, energetically, and, That's right. who, and who I, I depend on, which is God, my creator, and Jesus, right? That's right. So for me, spiritually, I knew my success is going to come from the one who created the universe. That's that's, right. that's that's my belief system. That's what I believe. I understand that's that right. listeners that believe differently. And I get mm -hmm. that and I respect everyone's opinion, but I that's have right. found this to be true within my life. And so with knowing that, I decided to energetically focus on building that relationship with my creator 
because he mm-hmm. will bring everything else. Everything else will fall That's into right. play. That's he right. will take what I have done throughout the day and he will make it successful, right? That's right. But, and then I, I begin to pray, God, let it be you speaking through me and not I. Let it be you working through me and not I. So mm-hmm. now I've already tapped into, right? Tapped into having that relationship and that energetic mm-hmm. connection with the creator. Boom. That's right. Right? The one that who created the universe. I'm not asking the mm-hmm. universe, hey, what should right. I do? I'm asking the one who created right. the universe, hey, That's right. where, yeah. where you want me? That's right. Yeah. Right. And what are the priorities? What's important? Right. What I need to accomplish today. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And, and so that's really helped me out so much. Right. Yeah. And I think that what, the, what you're talking about is, yeah, you're not worried about your kids, but there is a thing. Parents are constantly making decisions. And what happens is that you're constantly looking at, okay, what needs to happen? 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 And so your brain is always on and never shut. And by first starting off in the morning with just that peace, with just, okay, God, you, you, you know, focus my day, you help me. You get to give all your worries, your problems, all your thoughts out first. So you're not taking them out on your kids. You're not taking them out on your spouse because you started off the day with, well, Jesus, let me tell you, this is the problem I have. This is the problem I have this problem. And you just get to let it out and just let him know what's going on. And whew, you just start off with so much more peace. You start off with your tank filled so that you can go on through the day and don't have to worry about the things that were worrying you, right? Because we do have, we have that, there are mental, there's mental anguish. If you have a family member that's sick, if you have a uh, uh, if you, even if your child is struggling with something, you do worry about that. But then you also have things that you have to take care of on a daily day basis. And it's just a lot. It's it's a lot. Yeah, amen, amen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we've prioritized. We're doing the work, right? Faith without mm-hmm. works is dead. We're doing the work. I really believe there are spiritual, universal laws that things happen based on the way that we apply them, Right. And right. I've noticed that a lot of things that work in this new age is obviously biblically based, but you know, mm-hmm. that's another story for another. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It is, it is, it is. But okay. Mm-hmm. So now let's take, take us to now we're doing the work. We're deciding what works for us, what doesn't work for us. But this mm-hmm. is kind of, for me, it can get a little bit complicated because before I was not, but that's when I had littles and I was waking up in the middle of the night and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I was not a morning person, but now that my kids are older, a little bit older, mm-hmm. like my youngest is three, she sweeps mm-hmm. through the night. I'm not, I'm not doing feedings in the middle of the night. Right, you know, right. Now I don't have to be that night owl. Now I can be that morning person, right? Now I have that morning space. So how does someone decide? Because at first I wasn't a morning person. Now mm-hmm. I am a morning person, but because of some right. things that have changed in my life, but how does someone decide what is for them, right? Right. Mm-hmm. In the area of their life. Like, how does how do you get into the bottom of that? Right. Well, part of it is that it, it's really getting to know the person that I'm working with, right? Because again, and what their lifestyle is like. And and so when people are like, oh, I want to get up at five. And I'm like, wait a minute. Are, wh- when do you work best? It's really helping people become so self-aware and really giving women in particular, because I work with women, really giving women the opportunity to really think about themselves, really think about what works for you. Because even if you 
even if you didn't have to work with your your babies anymore, you it doesn't mean that just because you no longer have to do that, that you're all of a sudden a morning person. You're choosing to get up in the morning and you yeah. realize, I actually like this. But there's some women who just do not function. It does not matter. They just, I'm like, they're, I, had one, I had one student of mine who was like, I like to putz. I don't like to do anything. Like I need to just get up in the morning and putz around the house. And I said, well, then do that. And she's like, because I don't want to think. I just want to start off my day slow. And I was like, then do that. Give yourself the permission to putz. You don't have to get up out of bed productivity. That is such an American way of doing things. That is not biblical. It just isn't. And I think a lot of times we grow up with this in this in this environment that it's as soon as you get up, productivity, productivity. And it doesn't have to be like, I was like, girl, putts for two hours if you want to. You can, you know, but then you've discovered for yourself, like, no, I actually like getting up at six and I enjoy that freedom because my kids are not. So I enjoy that quiet time. For some people, it's the afternoon. For some people, it's the evening. And it is practice. And because I've had so many years of doing this, I'm able to kind of see when someone's like, oh, I'll get up in the morning. I'm like, no, you won't. No, you won't. Who are you trying to get? And they're like, okay, you're right, I won't. And I'm like, all right. So let's, let's, because again, I think that part of it is that we're just unrealistic with who we are. We believe we are so much better, stronger. Like we believe too, too much in this flesh. We believe way too much in this flesh. And we, I think, sometimes think too highly of ourselves and don't realize that, yeah, our bodies, you know, the exhaustion that they go through on a day, like even in, I, I live in New York. And just the commute alone, if you, I mean, driving to work and commuting in New York City are two different things. You know, I've driven to work, you know, taking a car and I have commuted in New York City and they're two different things. They take so much out of you, right? And, and you have to understand and get to know yourself. And that's how people really begin to discover what works for them is to really just kind of live it out. And as a coach, I'm able to kind of help them to say, here's some other options. Yeah. And you have dropped like different ways of looking at things. Like one of the things that you said is that we think too highly of ourselves. Ooh, didn't that hit, didn't that hit some of y'all? Because <laughs> yeah. I hit me. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We think you know? way too much but of we ourselves. We got to humble ourselves, right? We got to humble oh, ourselves yeah. and think realistically, okay, there are some things I can accomplish without like some supernatural help over here. <laughs> right, 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 right. And, but, and just uh, even, but just even from a strength perspective, if you have little ones, yeah. there is very, you're very limited in what you can accomplish and what you oh, can yeah. get done, right? And then there's, and if you have a spouse, if you're a single mom, depending on your life circumstances will depend really on what you're able to do. And, and we just sometimes think too much that we can do all things through ourselves that save ourselves versus we oh, yeah. do all things through Christ <laughs> who strengthens me, not to myself, right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And one of the things that I've noticed is because I've, I've, I've been blessed with working on deadlines and I'm really well, I work really well with deadlines. That's how I've structured everything that I've done is through deadlines because mm -hmm. in that way I can timestamp everything, not mm -hmm. just on when I'm working, but also my breaks because I'm a break person. I need my breaks. Mm -hmm. I need to take breaks mm -hmm. in order for me to really perform at my level of performance, right? right? Where right. I feel well, my work is mm -hmm. out, out well. People mm -hmm. are contacting me like, hey, you're doing great. People yeah. are like, yes, I'm, I'm on, the, on the right path. And right here in this area, I have learned you can easily burn yourself out if you right. go too fast. You right. gotta take things in pace. Slow it's down. It's not a race. It's, it's a marathon. Not. It's not. And I think that <laughs> what I want, I think what I want really for people to understand is that 
it's even the term that you're using and not that I want to pick on it, but it's, I, I, I take breaks versus they're in my schedule. People tend to take breaks when they are breaking down versus understanding that, you know what, on Fridays, I'm not going to work uh, or I'm fr- uh, every, I'm going to do time blocks. I work for an hour and a half and then take a break. I work for another two hours then take a break. And we need to build those things in. People said, like when I was at the university, students would come and tell me, oh, you know, Dilamardo, I'm going to work and I'm going to be in the library all day. When people say that, oh, when you even work in your business, I'm going to spend nine to five working in my business. In reality, you're only spending about three hours. A lot and of the other the- time, it's scrolling. It's, you know, getting up, going to put the laundry in. When you really, really look at the time that you're spending, it really is only two to three hours out of that nine to five which is why it's most important to break time into blocks. You know, nine to 11 is when I'm doing this, that I'm taking a break and building in those breaks versus allowing your body to force you to take those breaks because you're so exhausted. Like build them in, you take them anyway. You wind up taking them anyway. You know, it's like, even if you're working in an office, you go and you go get coffee, right? And you go talk to someone because you just need that break. So just put it in your schedule. Understand who you are. And after two hours, I can't work anymore. I got to get up. Go take a walk. Come back. Build in another two-hour block. Go take a walk. Go eat. And then come back. But build them in versus taking them because your body's like, enough! Enough! (laughs) Like, I can't think anymore. Your day will go so much smoother and you'll accomplish so much more. Oh, yeah. One of the things Mm -hmm. I've noticed is, for me personally... I do, I like to do a three, a solid three hour block because the first hour I am, I am just, I'm not focused. Then the next two hours I'm focused. That's right. So I need a full three hours in order for me to get, really get focused on the task that I'm going to be doing. Well, it takes, well, it's what you're talking about. It takes about 15 to 20 minutes to get into deep concentration. And that's what you're talking about. It takes that time. So if you're not building that time frame in your schedule, then, then yes, it does. It takes that long. And then if you, t- like, if you break up that time in three hour blocks, it takes you that long, 20 to 30 minutes to get into that deep concentration. And then you're in it. Then your daughter calls you. There's an interruption. Something happens. You leave and take 30 minutes. When you get back, it takes another 20 to 30 yep. minutes to get into deep concentration. That's right. And yep. so that's the hard part. And that's what people don't understand is that it does take time. You don't just sit down and like, I'm working. That's it. That's not, doesn't, that doesn't happen. It never does. You know, it takes time to get into that concentration. And that's what you're talking about. Yeah, that's exactly mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. And there's a great book called Gay Hendricks, The Big Leap. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite books, because when I was in the beginning, you know, just, you know, making strides, that's actually mm-hmm. one of the books that I decided to read. And it was a blessing because it mm-hmm. talks about upper limits and up what I call upper limits are strongholds, right? The Bible refers to strongholds. Upper limits mm-hmm. are also you know, when you have that block, something is holding you back and it could be your belief system on what, on things that have happened to you in the past mm-hmm. or your belief That's system right. on what you believe you can receive. Right. That's right. That's and what's so the name of the book? The Big Leap. It mm. is amazing. You would love it. <laughs> it also talks about going into your genius, zone of genius. Yeah. Your mm-hmm. zone of genius. And, it, and I really resonated with the book very well. It's one that I recommend to all of my clients and all the people mm-hmm. that I come in contact with, especially when you're talking about time management. Because mm-hmm. there is a way, I have lately, I have gotten into like these areas that the day is going. Remember when we were younger and the day would be lasting forever? 
don't right, know if you were right. young, and the day lasts yeah. just so long. Mm-hmm. I've recently been tapping into that my days are lasting so mm-hmm. much longer and beautifully mm-hmm. than they used to be because they used to be just this rush to the next thing, the rush mm-hmm. to the next thing. And so I've learned that when you actually start to just stop getting the word, mm-hmm. your time gets multiplied. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you'll like- notice a difference. And I think that I, I always tell people, I will help you to do more when you start doing less. And they don't get that. I'm like, I'm telling you, when you start doing less, you will get more done. Because we think that we have to drill into everything and that we have to have five projects going on and we have to do all these other things. But if you do less, concentrated, focused time, you will get so much more done. And I see it all the time. They're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this actually works. I'm like, it does. <laughs> do yes. less and you will do more. You will do more. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, no, and they don't it has see been that. incredible. It has yeah. been incredible. Yeah. And I'm just, oh my God, it's only XYZ time. I've gotten so yeah. much done and accomplished. Right. And I still have all these hours that I can spend with my yes. family, that I can enjoy yes. them, that I can go outside. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah you get to enjoy yeah. your yes, day. And yeah. Oh my gosh, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So Leslie, where can people find you? So I hang out on social media, mostly on Instagram. That's where I really hang out. And then on my website, lesliedomardo.com, I have an email list where I talk to people about the things that I'm going through and the breakthroughs that I'm having in, in order to help people really understand the mindsets behind what holds them back and keeps them back and gets them stuck. Amen. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for blessing us today. This sure, has been thank you. so impactful. It was mm-hmm. so rich. Thank you. Thank you. This is great. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have a chance, stop by the website at lindamendable.com. Sign up for the Blog Cure, which is an awesome, awesome course that I created that will help you set up your blog or take your blog to the next level. And join us over at Monetizing Mompreneurs Facebook group. I just want to say again, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.